Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 35. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Kaplan. We're in a new demographic. Boom, baby. 18 to 34 is it a demo, and now, bam, 35 and up. Yeah. We're just, uh, not canceled. Not canceled, baby. Still on the air. Still, we're still here. People probably thought we were gone, but... Can't take us down. Antoine Carr, Sacramento Kings, 35. It's about time you did a basketball on Jersey reference. I'm there we go. The original big dog. You can find me on Twitter at Turner B. Sparks. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America. It's yeah, exciting. That's me. I'm saving my voice, so... That's I, I, it. I don't want to plug myself too much. Sir Michael Ira. So... Before we get going, I um, June 21st, if you're in New York City, come to the New York Comedy Club to see my show with Gus Tate, Joe Schaefer, the whole gang. We're going to be out there doing the Kung Fu Comedy Show. The Kung Fu Posse. Kaplan's hanging out. I think I'll be there. That's, not the, that's, not, that's a Wednesday, right? That's a Wednesday, baby. No NBA draft. All right, I'm there. Boom. I commit. And also June 14th, our guest coming up later, Storm Shu. Storm yeah. is a comedian I met years ago in um, Shanghai. He's from Shanghai. He started, we started together at the Kung Fu Comedy Club out there. He's in New York right now touring. Uh, he's doing a bunch of shows around here. First time in America. So we're going to talk right. to him about being incredibly lost in America. Well, I mean, this is episode 35 of a podcast that's sort of about China and America, and is this our first Chinese guest? This is the first time we've ever had a Chinese person, <laughs> yes. Us, we, a little, that's a little bit of a... Th- there were some protests about that, I think, in the fan community. Oh, they were... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the streets were going cultural bananas. Orders, I was or, getting stopped in the streets, and when are you going to have a Chinese person? When are you going to have a Chinese yeah. person? You know. We gave in to pit pressure. So this is it. This is our token. <laughs> Good job, political correct yeah, America. You won. You won this round. So what we we got close when we had Misha Han on. He was Chinese American. Yeah, I don't know. He was. I think you're more Chinese than him. I think so. Too. Great guess though, but so that didn't count. Well, we have no. I want it because you have uh, a billion dollar idea. I have, am I correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, people are asking me about the billion dollar idea. They, we did it one week. We had a bunch of ideas. I've had a few. You've had a bunch, and then it's like I say to I'm people, up to like seven or eight billion dollars yeah, right you now. You can't have a billion idea every week, a billion dollar idea every week, because then it's not a billion dollar idea. Hit you me. Gotta, you got to have the special ones and use them. What do you got? And 
this idea came to me courtesy of someone I was talking to at a bar. I'm not going to give their name because I don't want them to steal my money. And if they don't listen to the podcast, tough on them. Veteran move. We need a task rabbit for dads. Dad rabbit. Wait, what? Dad rabbit. You know the app Task Rabbit? No. Okay, well, back it up. It's a, it's a, <laughs> What's that? Task Rabbit's an app that people use now to like handy. They do anything. You can find like any handyman, hang stuff, fix this, do all sorts of things you might want to do. Oh, it's an what? app, and you're like, I need, I need like, a painter. I need a gardener. I need this by three p.m. or something like that. Yeah, and you find people in your area. And okay, it's cheaper okay, than okay. hiring some guy who milks you because he knows you're not handy. Yeah, the person yeah. doesn't know your backstory. Old man Johnson down yeah, the street <laughs> might molest you on his way up the <laughs> exactly. stairs. That happened to you too? Oh, my God. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time. Oh, old man Johnson. So anyway, this, I have, this idea came to me as a, you know, for dads because, you know, because like your kid wants to play catch. Everyone, they're like, I love to play catch with my son. But every freaking day, I mean, it gets tiring. You're like, you need a break on the weekends. Build Legos. You know, I like building Legos. I've talked about this before. I feel very accomplished. Putting together age five. My go-to demographic for Legos, like my go-to age is like the five to 12 one is a little tough. Yeah. Four to seven, I dominate. I can put them in really fast. But I don't want to do it every, it gets annoying after a while. He breaks it in like five seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. And then he wants this. And I'm like, I just need a break. And. And to expand on it, I thought this was a million-dollar idea. But then when I brought it to the next level, this was... where we go from million to billion? Billion is the other day Teddy says to me, when do I die? And I said, what? <laughs> He's like, when do I know I'm going to die? He's five. Yeah. He's asking me this. I was oh, like, so you want to bring in... I want a task rabbit. It's not just physical labor. I want spiritual... Go- you know, like someone who can answer the tough questions. Yeah. Because he goes... And uh, you want to bring in a reliever, reliever. Like if you're a baseball, and I start answering him with some BS, and he goes, "And where do I go? Where do I die? Where do I go?" And people, you know, my mom says, "Tell him your soul goes to heaven." I want. I I have trouble lying. I'm not a good liar. I don't know. Not only is this a good idea, but Kaplan, I got news for you. I'll be the one to tell him where he's gonna go when he dies. Oh, you'll be the reliever. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up, up, baby. I'll play Enter Sandman. You'll come in and be like, "You're gonna rot in a box, kid." Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be wild thing. Because you want to give kids the truth in life, but it's hard as a parent. You don't want to break their little hearts about the world. So you might as well let some weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) As long as old man Johnson. Now we'd have to screen out the pedophiles, of course. Assemblyman Kim is on the case. Of course. Of and, course. you know, I think we can make some money with this idea because people... I'll be your old man Johnson. Yeah, old man, yeah. And there is an app already. Uh, WAG is an app, and I shouldn't be plugging all these Don't apps. Plug They're not sponsors, but they do I'll, I'll edit that out. Yeah. They, there are apps out there who might do, like, dog walking. Yeah, what is, what are, forget dog walking. Kid walking. Take kid, my kid walking, out. Get him out of the house. He needs some exercise, but I don't want to be the one to have to take him out every time he needs some exercise. I like it. Someone else go out there, play with my kid, answer the questions. Bam. Billion Let's dollar idea. Accepting investments at tweet tweet us <laughs> at, at Lost in America at Lost in America Pod. Pod. Don't you can also pod. listen to all episodes at www.lostinamericapod.com, and I think that's it. Come yeah. check us out. All right, let's get to Lost in America. Bring it on. Play the music. Welcome back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the, stop the presses. What? That song. What the hell? Where'd that come from? That was amazing. How good is that music? I was just expecting to zone out and uh, hear the same tunes, which I love the old tunes, but 
New I mean, tune. I'm not supposed to talk about the music, but we have a new tune. That was Listen, all- this is when you know you're a real podcast. When you go from amateur to professional is when you have people, listeners, writing in. Fans. Fans. True not artists. only writing in. We didn't pay. No. He just sends in, hey, this is my friend Aaron Welch, who I grew up with. He also, he's now the, he's now the house band of the pod. House band of the pod. Because our, he, uh, that, uh, the song. Marcel, that- went, what was the guy in the Tonight Show or the- the Roots for the Jimmy Fallon show. <laughs> there you go. Aaron Welch is our Roots. Because uh, he's Aaron Roots, baby. Aaron Roots. Because he, the first song, the intro song, that's my band in high school, Pat O'Brien and the O'Briens. Guess who wrote that? Who's the lead singer? Aaron Roots. Wow. And then now he wrote this because he's a big fan. And then the song later, the bam, 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 bam. That's him too. Wow. He's the... Uh... I didn't know we even had a musician. So thank you very much, Aaron. Anybody else, if you want to write music, write it for the pod. If you yeah, want, yeah. If you write a better song than that, Aaron's out. Or yeah. yeah, or if you want to write a billion dollar idea intro music, yeah, we could use we that. We could use a billion dollar idea intro music. Any of these, uh, any of these segments. If we you and if you write a hit single, maybe you'll make a billion dollars off your billion. Write idea. a Billy Bush song, maybe he'll come back. I got shit canned. Write an Assemblyman Kim song. We're gonna get some angry letters if we say <laughs> he promised Billy Bush is coming back. <laughs> All right, well, lost in America. Let's get to it. So. This happened to me last night, Kaplan. So fresh lost. Yes, my landlord. Uh, back to my apartment, my landlord. My landlord um, left something for me. I just got back. I was I was out of town. I see something, and it's it's a little like plastic trash can, really small, maybe like a foot high. <laughs> left it, it outside your door? Or? No, she brought it inside in the in the foyer. 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 With a little note in, in the foyer, and so it's there with a note on top of it that says, "Hey, read this." It's an updated trash law in the neighborhood. Wow. Right? And so I, so I read it. The trash law is uh, now not only do you have to separate paper and plastics and everything else, but now you have to separate any food items. Any food items have to go in a new brown trash can. And what do you mean any food items? Like your like leftover food? Leftover food. We're recycling like, that now? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so chicken bones, uh, vegetables you didn't eat, anything that's like, like eggs, you know, you scrape off the thing. You got to get a dog. Just give it to the dog. Well, okay. So then that's there. So I read that, and me being the good tenant that I am, not wanting to get kicked out yep. right before my wife gets here, yep. I play by the rules. So I put it all into that little brown <laughs> trash can thing she gives me, and then I put it out on the street last night. You put all your food? Yeah, I took all the extra all chicken, chicken bones. bones, everything. I put them in there. How many chicken bones? <laughs> I eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> I'm a chicken guy. All right. Put it on the street. Come back today. Stolen. <laughs> so what do you mean? Someone took the like a dog. Someone took the bucket that she gave me. <laughs> it turns out the bucket she gave me. I think that was just like an extra gift to go along. There's an, uh, there's a real trash can on the street, like a brown, big brown one. Oh, uh, the the bucket. You had a nice new trash can. You gave it away. Yeah, I didn't realize. I like so. There's a real trash can on the street, like a brown one. And it turns out you're supposed to put it in there. She gave me a mini brown one. I don't know That's why. A weird gift. Almost as like a gift or like, something. Yeah. She didn't know. Maybe she doesn't know you speak English, so she wanted to <laughs> give you a little from like Brooklyn. <laughs> no, she doesn't know you speak English because oh, she, she definitely doesn't think I speak so, English. She like, thinks this is what it looks like. Use it. It's a map. So that that mini diorama. gift trash can that she gave me is now lost in America. Well, if a listener sees anybody out, see someone out there. See something. Say something. Say something. Bring it back. Bring it home. Yeah. All right. Should we get to Ents? Yeah, so oh, they still our sponsor? Wait, I, I think they are. Oh, all right, wait, but one thing I want to talk about is uh, we put a challenge out way, way back, episode yeah. five, six, seven, I don't know where we were, that we wanted to up our podcast listenership, right? Yeah. So we said if we can get to 1,000 downloads an episode, 
I agreed I would shave my head. Yeah, and I, I went to 500000 for an episode to get a tattoo, so I thought I was smarter about this. Yeah, but Cause, we're going to have what? to come up with something because, well, first of all, let's just say we did it, everybody. We did it. Ding, 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 sound in effects. Month, in the month of May, we averaged over 1,000 downloads an episode. Oh, it's per average now. Wow. Pretty good for yeah. the whole month. Yeah. Right? So at the end of this podcast, stick around if you want to. We're going to go with our guest Storm Shoe to the barbershop, the Russian lady around the corner. She's going to shave my head. We're going to do it on the air. Yeah, cut it off. We'll also have some video in there. So stick around for that. Stick around. And we're on our way because we got a new reviewer. What's the new review? I got a new one fresh off the presses. And he says, Kaplan, drop that knowledge. A lot of exclamation points. <laughs> That's our 37th review. If we get to 100, what will I do? Will I well, you're going to have to do something at 2,000 downloads an episode, I think. All right, yeah, we got to come up with what it is, though. Well, guess what? I got news. You got it? We're at 2,000. The Arsh Fear episode got 2,000 downloads. So what I'm are you going to do? We, you, you, I can't say it after the fact. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll watch you get your head shaved. All right, audience, listeners. Come up with something for me to do. Write in. Leave us reviews on iTunes. In the review, say what you want Kaplan to do for 2,000. In your five-star review, say what I should do. All um, right. Ints is an app, baby. Yeah. Ints is available in the App Store. You can get it right now. It's also for Android. It's available. It's on your phone. You can leave up to five-minute voice messages. You can make them voice messages, audio recordings of music you're playing, you're listening to, whatever you want. You can send it, immediately send it to your friends. You can post it on Twitter. You can post it on all kinds of social media. You can post it on WeChat for our friends across the pond. And uh, it's great. Ikram and the boys, Nate, they're making it better every single day. They're working right now. They, they, they wouldn't let us into the studio today to record. They said, they said, too busy. We got busy. We got projects tonight. We're and working. top secret upgrades. Top secret upgrades. They're working on. They're not letting us. Make sure to get the new update, everyone. Low level types in there to yeah. see it. So we'll be back over there with them next week. Yeah. Get their app. Hopefully that we're still there. They're still sponsoring us when they're big. You get their app. We're going to get to Storm Shoe. Let's get it. Bring them in. Come on in, Storm. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the podcast. We got Storm Shoe in the house. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Storm's, what's up? A, little, hey, Storm's a little tired because we just recorded for a half an hour and lost uh, all of the audio. Yeah, I'm lost so disappointed audio. with the intelli intelli intelligence level of the Americans now. Like. Of Americans? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Like, because we have the stereotype of Americans known for, like, these, like, geeky stuff. Like, because you have the stereotype like, of Asians known for this stuff. But we Are you saying you have, we throw the same back stereotype back at us? Yeah, but we like, think, all, like, these Facebook or Google Americans invent all of those, right? We did. Yes, yeah, but we did. In California, not here in the Yeah. yeah. Apples, iPhones. Being, I will say we have a lot of Asians in California. <laughs> yeah, the Asians were helping. And Indians, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you, I was, we got I, slaved away by Steve Jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been to Cupertino, and there yeah. are yeah, a lot, a lot of Asians. So Storm, we just gave you. It's going to be online. This will be on our uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that right. stuff. But we just gave you the first ever Chinese American food of your life. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd you like it? It was. Uh, it was all right. It was. Uh, we it was gave, Jerry's. What? Right, it was Jerry's. Jerry's, Jerry's Chinese bro. food. Jerry's pod. Shout out. We gave you General Sao's chicken. Yeah, the name itself is interesting. Yeah. I don't know what's the big deal about the General Sao guy. Yeah. Well, Why is he so he's famous, famous, right? Is he like a yeah, big every, no? like every no. American person knows this Chinese guy, right? He's the most famous Chinese, Chinese person. person. Yeah, even more exist. famous than Yao Ming. Just Bigger than Yao Ming. Couldn't wrap my head around no. that. That's is actually an interesting question. Do you think General Sao is, is more famous than Yao Ming? Probably. 
In America, he is. That's what I mean. If you ask, yeah, that'd be a good bit. Ask Americans on the street. And he's not a real person. <laughs> nah, the fictional, like fucking, like the guy in uh, Rocky is a fictional person. Rocky, yeah, fictional. yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 I'm from Philly. He's real. <laughs> Rocky's a champion. He's uh, a hero. so General Tao, I think, was a some maybe from Taiwan or something. So anyway, that was the first time we ever had that. Right. Yeah. And let's go get it now before we kick this off. Should we try? A uh, fortune cookie. Wait, Open the fortune cookie. This is a fortune. You've never had one, right? No, never no, I've never opened yeah, one. Here's, here's one for you. One, but, uh, they do not have fortune cookies in China. Nah. It's... Well, you guys, are, you guys are writing the fortunes and sending them but over here. Because so <laughs> yeah. we only accept fortune cookies because they're from Chinese people. We respect you greatly. But that's like childish, so, though, bro. What? Like, why are you like believing such a piece of paper telling you what your like, destiny is going to be or whatever? Well, I think we only believe it because the Let's idea is like a to our priest, I mean. ancient... No, we, I think we only believe it because it's like the idea is like an ancient Chinese person <laughs> not, wisdom. Not you. you know? We don't have that. Not you. So you don't every night at your family dinner... Dude, 2,000 years ago, Confucius don't have paper. <laughs> paper wasn't invented by then. Oh, is, that your, is that what your fortune says? Yeah. Maybe no. he wrote it on the wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your fortune? Anything is possible with a willing heart. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like written by a white girl. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> How about another fortune? Second fortune. Oh, I'm on the wrong side. <laughs> this is be de demonstrative, but do it with dignity. What does all does that mean? Yeah. Storm, translate yeah, the, that for the, the us. Quality of fortunes have gone downhill since <laughs> I was a kid, I tell you. Well, and there's a comma that's misplaced in this. Poor so, grammar fortune cookie. Storm, so you've tried General So's chicken. Let's try the, the fortune cookie. What do you think? Give it a... Give it a crack, yeah. Eating into the microphone, Storm <laughs> Shoe. Does it taste like home? It's Is all right. It tastes like, like, like... Regular cookie. Does it taste like home? <laughs> yeah. Which is the most? Do you have? We had Hunan beef, and we had general. Doesn't taste like fortune, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so Storm, you yeah. grew up. I met you in 2012, something like that, in Shanghai. Yes, baby. At the Kung Fu Comedy Club. How did you get to the Kung Fu Comedy Club? What did you? You were in Australia before that, or something? But you were from Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so I studied in Australia for two and a half years. Maybe across from 2010 to late 2012. And I came back late 2012 and immediately I looked up online. And because comedy always been one of my aspirations. So yeah. I always want to do, but I didn't really have a chance. Didn't really somebody, didn't have really have somebody open the door for me. Or there's a platform for me to jump on. So you looked up look, stand-up comedy online yeah, yeah, yeah. in Shanghai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first result came up online. The first result was a picture of Turner? It was me just killing in, in on stage, <laughs> doing a bit, doing Great Wall, funny, man. Yeah, <laughs> my old joke about the Great Wall. So, um, classic. And you grew up. You grew up in Shanghai. Though. I did. So I you did. maybe you left right around the times we were starting, 2010. True. Yeah, around that. Yeah. Okay. 2009, 2010. Yeah. And you grew up, as far as I understand, in a ghetto. It is. It is. It is. It was ghetto, right? Turn up in there. Turn up when there. Yeah. Like, but I mean, ghetto. What is that? I mean, Chinese ghetto. Like. It, it was rough. It was pretty rough. Tell them about yeah. it, Turner. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> Tell like, them about so it. You, like, thank you. Storm's hosting the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Yangpu is the name of your neighborhood. Yangpu, yes. Yangpu, baby. Do you have life. a tattoo? That yeah, says I have it? a tattoo. Oh, wow, well, you're really rough. You got a tattoo. Of Check your, out his tattoo. Hood. To live and die in Yangpu. Oh, Yangpu. Oh, wow. Like the, uh, 
Uh, Tupac. It's Tupac uh, to live and die in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he it's is to live and die replica, in Yonkers. Replica. Replica. Get to five hundred thousand yeah. downloads. I'm gonna put a, t- a thing that says to live and die in Long Island City. Word, word, word. Okay, Storm. That's actually possible because you have a big following on Weibo, right? You could get us five hundred thousand Chinese downloads. Yeah, maybe. Get him attached. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you keep your words? I'll keep my. I keep some of my words. <laughs> <laughs> and here's I'm a little shifty. Thing. If if he gets a tattoo because he's Jewish, he can't be buried next to him. That kind of ruins my life. <laughs> be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah. Oh, you get away from your family. Who wants to be buried with their family? Terrible. <laughs> it's a real commitment to the pod. But wow. So, so, you so, were, so you grew up in this Yangpu? Yeah, yeah Yangpu and, district. And it's, it's insane. Like part of Shanghai? Shanghai? It's, Shanghai? It's in Shanghai. Shanghai. So yeah, if you go to Shanghai as like a visitor, your wife came, Randy Kaplan came, uh, or even if you live there as an expat or something, right. it looks like it's all like, beautiful. Everything's really nice. Everything's new. So when Storm is telling us about this like ghetto he grew up in, when I first met him, he's just like some punk kid, and he's like, "Yo, yo, yo, I'm from the hood. I'm right. from the hood." And yeah, we're like, like oh, "Who is this guy?" You know. Uh, and then, but then I actually went there with him, and it was uh, pretty rough. On a car ride. We, we drove through in the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't dare get out of the car. <laughs> are there, like crimes? Like what do they mean? Like the what primary you crimes of? growing up was uh, blowing prost- up. All the rage. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, prostitution and mugging. Oh, like, uh, right. chief exports. I like it. Breaking, <laughs> breaking like burglary and uh, some drug dealings. Breaking burglary. Some. Dr- Wait, what kind of mugging? Like, so you're just walking down the street and people have a knife? No, people like what's it called? Like, uh, like purse snatchers. Like bullying. It's basically like uh, older people like uh, bullying kids and snatching money from them. Oh, they take money. Yeah, they take money from take like they take lunch money from little kids. Oh, okay. Oh, so what's going on in high school is it's what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, but like you're like adults, fucking bully. Yeah, yeah. Adults take lunch money (laughs) 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 from junior high. What, they go to the junior high? Yeah. They yeah. go to the school? Yeah. That's why these millennials are smart. You don't carry money on it. Gonna, the bully comes up, make me Venmo you this money. <laughs> Venmo me at $5 now. I just, we chat money. <laughs> me this money. Now. I just had a great <laughs> idea. Cap, when we go to Shanghai. Been to, in their idea, huh? To do the, yeah, when we go to do the podcast uh-huh. at the Come Crime Club in Shanghai, I want to do a reality tour with Storm. We go to Yangpu and we get to go to the junior high and we get the bully kids. <laughs> yeah. I'll take for lunch. Make sure money. not to wear my jewelry or anything. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, and, and it, so. And there's drugs. People will there be freaked out seeing a white person in Yangpu. Really? But you, yeah, oh, I got guy. a lot of looks when I went there. Yeah. Seeing y- white guys in Yangpu, people would be freaked out. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. them I'm a Jew. But it's know? not, other than that, it's not dangerous if you just like walk through or is it? But like now it is all right. Like during the nights, a little bit like rough. Did you have Daytime a time as a okay. kid growing up where but you like, like got into a bad crowd there? You're like in a gang or anything? Or? No, because I was, uh, so I, I was t- telling I was a bully, but I was actually a push around before like 15 years old. I was uh, before. You mean people pushed you around? Yeah, people pushed me around. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like soft kid. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're getting picked on by adults. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you gotta trickle it down. You pick on like a nine year old, and they pick on you. And but then, after boom, I, get I the turned money, 15, I start to like just bully little kids. Yeah, like, exactly. which I was ashamed of. But like, that's what we do in Yampo. Like, that's yeah. When what was the most you got out of them? You got money, or what'd you get? <laughs> like twenty quai, something like that. Oh, it's so like three dollars. Three dollars. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. how much would they, the older people, take from you? $3 like, or something? Yeah, maybe $10, $5, something Oh, so like you're that. losing money on this. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're Still just, not cutting it. You're not a very so, good yeah. bowler. And did you turn to drug dealing then to like make up the difference? How do you... So, um, yeah, and in the neighborhood, just to describe it, when he took me through it, it's like, I would describe it like a shanty town. 
is that like what the ghetto would look like, like a like a, like a Rio Brazil, like yeah, a like Rio, Rio, Rio. Oh, yeah, okay. like if you see like a stop sign falls down and somebody's like, oh, that's cool, a new roof, you know, and they just take the stop sign and put it on the top of their house. Right? Okay, I guess like that's generic a, white people will be interested, like yeah, going there, this, like see the, the like, like sociologists and all of us were like, ooh, we love to go to this. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's really culture. That's uh, generic white people. But see, like, Turner told us there was no drugs in China. Like, I thought you told me that. I like, mean, basically, there aren't. There was. There was in my neighborhood. You said heroin. Yeah, right? heroin. Like, some guys, oh. they, they really shoot up straight up heroin. I know some guys. Uh, so a friend of mine, his uncle was dealing heroin. Okay. They used nice. playing cards <laughs> as, like, cover-up. But if I you should, get uh, caught in China dealing heroin, so you're dead, right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a capital pop. Punishment, yeah, yeah. So you have to penalty. be like really, it's be really into good heroin. heroin. Yeah, yeah, really into the <laughs> prisons. It's gotta be. It's but gotta the thing, be the, game. the thing, Turner lived in China. He knows. Like the thing is, unless it's like narcotics, like what's it called, like narcotics, right? Like narcotics. What's what narcotics? The cops. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's dumb, like uh, specialized in knowing what kind of drugs it is, like regular people couldn't really tell. If that's drugs, yeah, or there isn't because drugs. I think because drugs are not like still so, rare, still rare, still so rare in China. Yeah, yeah, still rare. Most people wouldn't know what weed smells like. Oh, uh, they don't know they, what a junkie looks like. Heroin, right? yeah, like uh, heroin, cocaine. They wouldn't like. They would don't even think about. It. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So then they, they wouldn't notice it. They haven't seen the wire. Oh, that you could have had. You could. That, we should do a remake. <laughs> we should do a wire. <laughs> we should do a wire in China. <laughs> <laughs> you Yang Pu wire. Right. Did you bring your softy trucks in this neighborhood? We did not go to his neighborhood. Because you could have been, you know, doing some drug dealing on the side. Oh, yeah. You're going to go down, and the government's going to take you down. You should go down to Place of Glory. <laughs> That's a good idea. Americans selling heroin out of his ice cream trucks. <laughs> that would have been a great headline. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, you were, uh, you were living in Yangpu, dealing heroin. Yeah, straight up on the hood. Do we want to give a shout out to your dealer if anyone's in the neighborhood need any of our listeners? Oh, Xiaobing. Shout out to Xiaobing. One of our Chinese listeners. <laughs> you score, re up. And then somehow you made it over cross town to our comedy club. Yes. And then um, you, like right away, you started doing comedy in English. Yes, I started first in English. Yeah. And then pretty soon thereafter in Chinese. Right. And now you do it in both, correct? Yeah, now I'm doing both. Yes. And you're pretty successful in both. It just. You've I done the, well. You just did, did the Melbourne Comedy Festival yeah, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. For the did, second year in I a row. I did twice. Yeah, second they speak year English in a row. there. Right. That's in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They speak. You speak Australian, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you say? Because people always ask me that. I want to know um, what's the difference between like the sense of humor for stand-up in English comedy and then Chinese comedy. Actually, I get annoyed a lot. People always ask me these kind of questions. I, no, I, no, no, not directing you. No, I mean, I, I kind of, I do too, but I'm just asking you on behalf of the yeah, thousands of people, people, people out there. Yeah, yeah, there are people like because you know what, like as as the people on the inside or actually who are doing both. I don't blame them, but I get annoyed at asking, like getting asked too much, right? So actually, I think comedy is like universal the philosophy or the logic of comedy is like universal, right? You set up punchline, then you have a surprise, a twist in the end, or you exaggerate the twist, then becomes a punchline. Yeah, you do a setup. And yeah, yeah, twist. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the logic is basically the same, no matter it's in English or in Mandarin. But the language is really a tool for you to bring those reference to people who can relate to you. I mean, which matters are the reference or the cultural background? Yeah, I think what people's assumption is, for some right. reason, I don't know why, people in America assume that like 
our style of stand-up comedy is storytelling right. and personal and like um just like really like almost like Louis CK has become this like character of like, oh, that's what everyone's like now. You really right. look deep into your soul and you figure out life. But we just assume people in other cultures don't have interesting stories like that. Ba- I that's, mean, I don't that, <laughs> is that it? Like I don't know, but people always ask me, they go like, Oh, I know in China. It's like you bonk someone over the head with a hammer. And I think it's a great se- bit. <laughs> this is a sense of entitlement of like white privilege. So thanks. Yeah. No other country have culture. Wait, or wait, wait. Sense of humor. <laughs> Let me say that it's not only white people who say this to me. But American. Black people. Okay, American. No, Americans like entitlement. Americans entitled. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But I can also. That's fair. I think we. It's sort of fair. Except like first for, world entitlement. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's probably British feel this way too. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> um, I, but I would say that when I started in 2009 doing stand-up, that right. was a big part of okay. what I saw, at least on Chinese TV. Right, right, right. But at the time, stand-up, this format wasn't introduced You're right. to China. So Yeah. And also, but like daily conversation, we also talk intelligent stuff, but not just not getting showed on TV. Yes. Right? And... Truthfully, that was the same in America in like the 1950s before like right. Bill Cosby and <laughs> George Carlin. I mean, no, Bill Cosby Bill was a Cosby comedian. Changed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Before he drugged me, Not boy. the rapist. He did. <laughs> before the act. As a comedian, we're speaking here. As a comedian, Carlin, Cosby, all those guys, before them, it was like, hey, yip, ba, ba, da, 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 So is there yeah. like a... You know, there was like, a process, progress and process, yeah. Yeah, so in America, it happened over the course and of... And then Seinfeld got the whole, what's the deal with this? I'm sh- is there a Chinese right, version? Right, right. Yeah, Observational oh, that's, that's a good point. Is there like a Chinese Seinfeld? Oh, there is. You know what? Like, uh, so the guy who just won the like Kung Fu Comedy Second Year China International Comedy Festival, the Mandarin language competition. It's the guy, true. yeah, we host a big festival every year now. Yeah, the Kung guy who was a, oh, in the, Shanghai. He's my friend. He's from Beijing. He's my friend. His name is Zhou Qimo. He won this year, right? He's a typical observational comedian. Okay. So He's what like would be slow like slow delivery guy? Can you can you remember any of his jokes and translate them for us? So one of his jokes. Okay, it's gonna like it's gonna getting lost. That's fine. In That's even better. In lost language, in translation like, in lost in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so he's basically basically his jokes are about like him and dad. He teaches dad how to like shop online, something like that. Okay. Then he just acted out like, oh, uh, my dad didn't know what this tab is. Okay. What that icon is, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, translate to English. What's the deal with old people using computers? Something like that. <laughs> there you go. Nice. And then he it. ends it with bonking him over the head. No, <laughs> no, no. And then no, a clown. No, he wasn't. He wasn't physical. It was really. He was really funny though. But I'm just saying, he's a typical observational comedian. Cool. Yeah. And do you? So you do you have to change your style from one language to the other? I do though, because my act in English is like uh, like a Chinese guy who grew up and raised in China, acting black. That's my total act. That's my <laughs> that's my that's my whole act. Just like talking talking ghetto and acting thug. Yeah, that's my whole. I do that. Like a white person can't do that act. In you couldn't do that in Mandarin. Like people, people a white like, person could definitely <laughs> not do that. <laughs> Maybe but Eminem. Have- Eminem put off. Yeah. Eminem, right? Vanilla Ice, whatever. Like Vanilla that. Ice did not pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Eminem did. And also, yes. uh, what's what's another guy's name? He wasn't really a comedian, though. Eminem. Thrift Shop. <laughs> Thrift, Thrift Shop. What's the guy? Thrift Shop. I don't know. Thrift Shop. Oh, Macklemore? Yeah, Macklemore. <laughs> I don't think people like him. He's ben acting Macklemore? ghetto. He's, he's acting ghetto. Yeah, but no one likes him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he attempts. <laughs> anyway. Macklemore's white. 
Yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah, okay. So then in Chinese you can't you can't act black in Chinese. Yeah, I got. <laughs> Why? What do you act like? I just in Chinese I just do what I normally do. Like he acts white. Do you? Th- <laughs> but like, I think. But, like, but I think the thing is right. Like people who are out there who are intelligent enough to speak another language, so you can relate to me. If you speak second or third, fourth language, you become a different person. I agree. You totally become a different person. It's not like me like being fake, acting black, but when I speak English, right. that's just more the of a way. Because it's not but that's just the way I act. Because I, I, yeah, I, I learn English. Say, totally. yeah. That's such a good point. It's not a different person. It's a different side of your own personality. Yeah, true, true. Like you, you tried to... doing comedy in Mandarin once, right? And didn't you like bomb or? Oh yeah, it was terrible. I can't remember if we talked about this on yeah. this version or no. You've well, we've done it both actually. That's why. I really <laughs> 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 gotta play it again. <laughs> but just yeah, emphasize. I don't know if this was yeah the recording that got emphasize. lost. But yeah, I tried it once and but I tried it. I tried just like translating a couple of my jokes. I think I wrote one or two new jokes. Right. And, but I was stumbling over my words. I bombed pretty hard. I think people thought you were cute. Like they thought it. Was, that's right. I mean, they did. They thought it was cute. There. They thought I was like because it was like a novelty act. Right. Yeah. See the white man. Exactly. <laughs> Which is not what I wanted to be at all, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go back to English. Can you teach me a four uh, minute? I'm st- I'm can good. you teach me a good five four minute set in Mandarin, and I'll I'll make my stand up debut in China. Five minutes. <laughs> teach me a memory. Some cue cards. That- Do you have a chair and uh, something you can bump, bump me over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one minute. <laughs> Done. So, uh, okay, so now you're in America for the right. first time. In the U.S. first time, huh? Legally. Yeah. Yeah, baby, I made it. <laughs> And yes. um, what do you, you made think? Made it past the wall. It's uh, it's all right. It's uh, I like it. I like you it a like lot. New York City. But like, it's exact. Like not exact, but mostly what I expected. Because I grew up watching lots of like American movies, past NBA fan, hip hop fan. Who's your favorite team? Uh, I grew up liking. I grew up liking Lakers. Oh, not the Rockets. No, no. I grew up liking liking Lakers. Then Yao Ming joined the Rockets, so that was the like mandatory. Right. Thing to do. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Obligation. That's like, the good of the party. Yeah. What's his name? The ch- what's his e. name? Lian. Yeah, that he's he still in the league. He sucked. He sucked uh, a lot. Yeah, so he's back in the Chinese league. But like Yao Ming was like obligation if you're a Chinese person, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason McGrady, Jimmy Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those guys. Yeah. Matumbo. Uh, like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mobley. Like Stefan Marbury. No, no, Mobley. Like the the Tino Mobley. The oh 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 cat. What's his the Cat, Cat, Catino Cat. Mobley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Catino Mobley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you liked him? Yeah, and uh, uh, Weatherspoon, right? All those guys. Weatherspoon, the guy he used to play for. Weatherspoon? Weatherspoon. Clarence Weatherspoon. Seven Sixers, right? He played on the Rockets? <laughs> he used to play, he used to play for se- Sixers. I'm yeah, a Sixers yeah. fan. Yeah, I, then he I joined a, the Rockets. Oh, it's a low. I don't remember him being on the Rockets. Clarence Weatherspoon. We had him replace Charles Barkley. He was the baby Barkley. Yeah. Shane Badir. Shane Badir. Yeah, good player. All right. So yeah, wow. NBA credentials. Okay, so um, what about starting out American food? What have you thought of it since being here? Yeah, I like bagels. You like bagels? <laughs> you I, go, I eat bagels every every day. Have you had a bagel yeah. and lox yet? Breakfast. At what? Have you had lox with your bagel? Lox, what is that? Oh, it's like smoked salmon. Oh, no, no. Uh, I haven't it's had. very New York. You got to try a bagel and lox with some cream cheese. Oh, okay, okay. A little tomato. Have you had white I fish have, salad? No. I have bagels <laughs> with uh, like cheese and uh, like... Ham, something like that. Yeah, That's, they call that the there Turner. There we go. <laughs> ham, <laughs> baby. Sparks. It's really nice. I like it. I like it a lot. It's not expensive. <laughs> it's, it's an abomination, but yeah, it's good. 
bagels. And what about pizza? Have you had pizza here yet? Yeah, pizza. Um, loving the pizzas, man. It's everywhere, every on the, every street corners, basically. You yeah. had some pizza last yeah. night. Yeah, pizza shop next uh, to the that place. Turner recommends to me was decent. Did Turner nice. recommend Seven Eleven pizza to you? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, he had. <laughs> I'm a big Seven Eleven fan. How's uh? What about being in the U.S.? How's comedy going? Diverse. Uh, comedy's going all right. So I did. Uh, so this today's my fourth day. I did uh, three shows and one open mic so far. That's great. It was all right. It was yeah. uh, so it's ups and downs. Some shows like really quiet, like light shows. Some shows were all right. Got you mean like full. the audience? Yeah, audience wise, yeah, really light. How would you compare it to doing comedy in China, or have you done it in Australia before? Right, right, you know, right. What other places? New York versus I've, those. So far, so far, Australia was the sweetest experience to me. Most fun. Yeah, yeah it was like every so you show. Went back to Australia year. after you. Like after you lived in Australia, came back, came to China, started doing comedy, and then you went to Australia again, or yeah, for the they, Melbourne they, comedy. They, they invite oh, me though. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, they okay. invite me though. Yeah, I don't know. Did we talk about that on this one? I don't remember actually. <laughs> Storm was in the Melbourne uh, comedy festival in Australia two years in a row. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, New York is not a place to necessarily have fun doing comedy. It's true, a place it's, to get better. True, it's like really toughen up your skin, something like that. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? But like, Australian, <laughs> like, because when I went there, it was a specific festival and uh, people were really uh, excited and enthusiastic about seeing like a foreign act yeah. there. So it's cool. different. But here, I'm just on a regular visit. It's different. Yeah, you're not, um, you're just like anybody else. Yeah, but yeah. There are yeah, that yeah. many uh, Chinese-born comics in the New York clubs, are there? I mean, you, Well, that's you know what I wanted any... to say. Literally, I've run mm -hmm. into zero. I haven't found one Chinese comedian in New York. I found a few Ch Chinese Americans. The Chinese descendants comedians. Right. Right. And even born. that's not many. There's Misha Han, Misha. and that might pod. be it. I can't, I don't know of any others. There's probably a few. Shen Wen. Shang's in LA. Oh, Shang's in LA. And, um, be, and then you're the only like Chinese person from China. Okay. Have you found that audiences? Misha Surf, you're stepping on here. Yeah, I know. Watch out. <laughs> Stepping ahead. Have you, have you found that the audiences are paying attention to you more because, like, wow, you have an interesting story, an interesting accent? Or right, so far, I've done, like, three shows. and uh, Hard to tell. Like, audience, like, audience members combined of those three shows were, like, combined numbers were about 50, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> three shows, 50 people. So I can't really tell. Small sample size. Are you... You said you're gonna go on a ghetto tour here. Is that right? Oh yeah. Uh, oh boy. We you might we might need to hire you. Some. A week from now, Monday, I'm gonna go up to Harlem. A hundred twenty fourth Street, something like on that. On a tour. Yeah. No, no. Just do a mic there. An open mic. Uh, yeah, and a visit there as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said there was a tour you could take that shows. Oh you yeah. Uh, it's no, not a real no, that, ghetto. No, it's, it's, it's not though. called. It's not called ghetto tour. It's called hip hop tour. <laughs> and what they, do they do? They just bust you to like Harlem to and Queens, like Busting people into bed. Yeah, Queensbridge, Queensbridge. Shout You're, out to you, Nas. Are you gonna oh, come to Queensbridge? Yeah, yeah. That's where Teddy. That's where his son's gonna go to kindergarten. Sh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nas and the yeah. Ron test. Nas, yeah, Nas is kindergarten. <laughs> Nas, Teddy Kaplan's. Yeah, so they're gonna take you to Queens and the, to Queensbridge. You're gonna go to Queensbridge. Maybe on that tour if I oh. sign up for that tour. All right, so. I'm gonna hire you a little bit of a backup. <laughs> I, have a, I have a cop I know. He can go with you, maybe. All right. I don't trust you, Queensbridge. <laughs> We might have to get you back on discuss it after that tour, like a, tour. A, a little five minute review right. of your ghetto tour. You know what? I was uh, just Brooklyn, so I was so I walked through the downtown. Right now, downtown was alright, but I walked from uh, Best Stuy, Bedford Stuyvesant. Yeah, I went to Best Stuy this afternoon. It was like some parts of Best Stuy was pretty ghetto. 
Oh, you went to see where <laughs> the, the Biggie mural is. Biggie's from. Oh, wow, yeah, you're really a big fan. Is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big Biggie fan. Bedside do or die. Yeah, Bedside do or die. So East Coast or, so, you're, you're so, East, or West Coast? Where you some parts, I'm more like East Coast yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Some parts, like, really get a Bedside, like, a project. Anyway. <laughs> Bedside was nice. I like it a lot. Because, like, like, I just look about, like, Jay-Z's from there, Chris Rock from there, Biggie. Tony all, Rock, yeah, Tony Rock, <laughs> all those legends. All the Rock, there. yeah, family. all the Rock oh. from there, yeah, all those legends were from there. Man. So this is where you wanted to go in all places in America. Yeah, yeah, best I, I just like before I even uh, came up with this trip, I just want like always in my mind, bearing my mind, just want to go to the ghetto, go to the hood, Harlem, best I. That's why you're here. Queensbridge, yeah. Queensbridge. Yeah. Did you Three play places. any basketball games while you're in these places? Or? Sorry, what? You gotten on in the courts? Played any hoops? No, I haven't. Like. <laughs> I go didn't to wear West my like, Street actually. When didn't you're wear down my in. basketball sneakers. Oh, if you go to West Fourth Street, there's you can check out, watch the games. Oh, I, I watched. I watched. Though, it was a uh, West Fourth like yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The court was quite small though. The West. It's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, tiny court. A good handle. But they they really can play those oh, guys. Yeah. yeah. So well, let me tell you something. To complete your hip hop tour, the Beastie Boys grew up on this street. Oh wow! I don't want to yeah. give away where I live, but yeah, fans, uh, don't tell the. But they're gonna look up where the Beastie Boys. You can probably Google it and find out. They grew up right here on this dope. street. The, the, the park at the end of the block is Adam oh. Yock Park. Dope. Because that's where he, dope. he grew up. They grew also, up. Run DMC is from Queens, right? I, I don't know anything about hip-hop. So. Oh, no, the, the guy. No, the, <laughs> Russell Simmons from Queens. Yeah. You Could know be. Russell Simmons? Yeah, 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 yeah Russell, Russell Simmons. Simmons from Queens, yeah. yeah. Well, Billy Joel wrote a song about Allentown. That's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Nice. All right, well, well how long what? is your, uh, your trip here? Till the 19th. Then I uh, leave to L.A., yeah, and you're going to be doing the Kung Fu Comedy Show with us at, on the 14th at, at the Lantern. At the Lantern at the 14th. We have another one on the 21st, which unfortunately you'll be out of town for. Yeah, for, it's for, all right. It's all right, man. Any, all right, before we get to the news, anything else you want to say to your fans in America? You know what, though? Keep hustling, my homies. <laughs> 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 Dude, life is like, you know what? Like, I hope everybody in the project can make a lot of projects. That's what Nas told me, man. That's <laughs> like, because I grew up in the hood. I can relate, right? For people out there who are listening to this part also grew up in the hood. <laughs> I hope you one day can make out of the hood. I don't think anyone who <laughs> listens to this pod grew but up keep, in the keep, hood. Keep that in the pod. Like, that's, yeah. my, that's my motto. Keep that in the pod. <laughs> well, keep it in the pod. It's not, because my, my, my whole philosophy of life is that's why I choose to do stand comedy. Because like, just want to express express myself and uh, have like a have a have a, like a channel to relieve to say what I truly want to say that's what stand comedy allows me to do and so, also so what do you want to say <laughs> <laughs> now keep hustling man oh, keep hustling keep hustling yeah for shizzle yo any All messages right. from Turner's fans back in China for him Oh, a Turner, yeah, Turner's, uh, Turner being nice to me so far. Turner, uh, <laughs> Turner, Turner specifically uh, taught me how to distinguish Latinos last night. That's not true. <laughs> oh, right, yes. <laughs> this was Puerto Rican. This was, uh, I did not do that. I don't even know what a Puerto Rican is. You don't, well, that, you're, you're, so you're lost in America. You're teaching him about things in America. All I said was there did. was a good pizza place around. No, you told me that guy was Cuban. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. saw a Cuban yeah, guy across yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know a Cuban Did he guy. tell you to cross the street? He's like, there's a Puerto Rican coming? What, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> and what about American people so far? American people? I, uh, so the rumor or the stereotype cliche I got was like on the East Coast, pretty honest, like straightforward people. Yeah. Like New York, whatever, Boston, like really cold. But like they don't, they don't muck around, right? Like they, they're honest. But on the East yeah. Coast, a little bit like... 
on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, on the West, West Coast, Coast they they have like they have act or they have too much like they have phony or whatever layers. Yeah, on them. That's the stereotype. Well, the, like, yeah, it's a, I've heard. Women, have you? What do you think of the American women so far? You know, I'm not a fan. Whoa. <laughs> Burying the lead. No, like, because everyone's been telling me, oh, you should go to Soho, go to Village, check out those Village chicks. Village chicks are all right to me. <laughs> village chicks? <laughs> They're all right like, to me. Like, Soho, so uh, Schaefer, uh, Joe Schaefer, told me Soho chicks are like models, but I'm like, Well, Dude. you got to wait. The weather's been shit. If we get a hot day while you're here, walk down like West Broadway. Right. Hang out in Washington Park or Central Park. Or so where would you rather be? Looking at chicks? Young poo? Young poo. No, chicks. but like Australian chicks pretty hot. Oh, okay. So the hottest chick I've like, uh, seen was in uh, Queensland, Australia, which is uh, Gold Coast, Australia. Like, everyone was wearing <laughs> like a like fucking, uh, what's it called? Like uh, a bra or what's it called? Bikini. bikini. Yeah, everyone was wearing bikini, yeah. At the Every beach? Yeah, yeah. No, no not just on the beach. Around. Just like, it's, it's, it's a beach town, so. Okay. Even when they're out on the beach, yeah, just, just walk around in bikinis. Just true blonde, like. And that's the hottest chick you've ever seen. That's, that's so hot. That's like hottest Shout blonde out chicks. Shout out Queens. <laughs> Queensland. Wait till you get to the chicks in Queens Bridge. Yeah, there you go. So, should we get to the news? Yeah, go ahead. You going to stick around? Actually, um, I'm going to stay. Stick around for yeah, the news. We'll for do it news, quick. Yeah. All right, let's get to the news. Everybody, first news item. Storm, pick up your mic, baby. We're doing yeah, it. We're, no, we're doing it, baby. Yeah, this is how the news works. You got to talk. We're doing the news. First item, Mr. Softy's in the news. Uh-oh. My old business. Yeah. This is a does New it, York branch. Does it burn you to read the news about Mr. Softy? It burns me to the core. <laughs> can, I, can I chime in? Can I chime in? Chime away. I haven't even read the news. <laughs> but you know what, though? Speaking of Mr. Softy, right? Because like, I'm here like uh, four days already, but I've seen like different brands of ice cream trucks. Yeah, yeah, we lots just, of different. We have of, lots of ripoffs too. Uh, yeah, not, yeah. So are they ripoffs? Well, that's what we're gonna read <coughs> oh, okay, about. Okay, okay. <laughs> so summer is just barely unofficially back, and so is the now infamous soft serve brawl between longtime giant Mr. Softy and young disruptor New York Ice Cream. This comes to us from Eater, New York. It's a, it's a food blog. It's a fantastic food blog. <laughs> Mr. Softy, <laughs> <For> yourself. <laughs> Mr. Softy, <Not> a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Softy has hired private investigators to tail New York ice cream truck and make sure they don't use the brand's signature jingle or swirl-shaped mascot. New York ice cream has reportedly responded with threats backed by metal pipes. What does that mean? Like tough guys? Yeah, tough guys. They're getting tough guys out there. So what happened? A storm will fill you in. Just like this happened to Mr. Softy to me in right. China. You know how all right. these fake trucks came right, up? Right, right. Same thing's happened in New York. All these guys got franchises from Jim Conway. Yeah. Shout out. Shout owner out of Jimmy Mr. Conway. Yeah, yeah, owner of Mr. Softy. They bought franchises from him and then eventually just like stopped paying him. Right. Um, tried to continue to use the na- same name. He got these uh, investigators after them. Right. And so now they're calling themselves New York Ice Cream, but they're doing everything else exactly the same right. and pushing Mr. Softy out of lower Manhattan. But like they, hi- they are hiring mobs? 
Yeah, and then they're hiring guys to beat up the Mr. Softy drivers. Wow. With me- metal are, pipes. I got two things. One, Ice uh, cream cans, huh? I actually know a PI named Jimmy Conway, and I wonder if I asked him to do me a... Like, he would work for Mr. Softy as it's his namesake. Do, him, do you a <laughs> solid? Do a solid for the company. But two, <laughs> did you ever see the Simpsons episode where, they're, uh, where she's selling pretzels? No. Oh, well, the, the joke of the episode is Homer hires the mob to help Marge's pretzel floundering pretzel business. Okay. And they, like, take all the Girl Scouts, and they run to the county line at one point, and they're like, this is a pretzel town now. But anyway, the, the whole joke ends up where then the other arrival thing hires the Chinese mob to battle this mob. Oh! Yeah, art's imitating, or life's imitating art here. I mean, Storm, can you get us the Chinese mob? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I got to get some boys from Yangpu, dude. Yeah, yeah, we'll get boys the Yangpu. from Yangpu. Yangpu. Because Mr. Softy has deep pockets. I'm sure they can uh, defend themselves. It is odd that, yeah, I don't know what Mr. Softy is doing in terms of defending themselves. I know that with us, looking back in it, I should have gone, str- I should have gone street on him, you know? I right. should have hired Yangpu. <laughs> Yangpu again. Yangpu to come out and beat yeah. these guys up. Yeah. But like, I didn't. I was just like, well, the government's going to take care of it. But they never do. Yeah. This but here in but US, this is not the official government, though, in America, whereas in China it was the government. Right. Government was <laughs> my competition. But here in the U.S., what's the like, stance government? Having. Well, legally, you can get them taken away if they're infringing on your trademark. Oh, okay. Which so the song w- is the trademark. Yeah, so as long as they're not using the song, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just kind of a-holes. But what they said was, they're like, well, Mr. Softy charges, charges us a yearly fee plus a um, fee for every cone we sell. Charges it's like, it. Yeah, but wake up. Uh, charges this New York ice cream. That's why they went rogue. You know? uh, but it's like, yeah, that's what franchising is. is. Here's so to close this one out. Um, still, you do have to get permits in America, okay? China, okay. right? Well, yeah. China, we had to get them, the other people didn't. But uh, so it turns out, Mr. Stoff, Mr. Softy still has 126 of the 228 possible permits for New York, and uh, New York ice cream truck has 46 permits. But my point is, if you see your New York ice cream truck, don't eat there. Don't. These guys are thugs. They're gangsters. Yeah. They're yeah, tra- yeah. I don't eat there either. I, I po- poke their tires. Poke their tires. Poke their tires. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. All right. And I don't even, you know, they have other knockoffs. I don't want to get too into it, but there's like waffle chucks that are like nice, and then they'll have like a knockoff. Crap. And I always, I try to stay with the original as support for softy. Exactly. General. Stay He's, with the original. Yeah. Bye. That's Night my storm. message for the fans out Bye, there. baby. Next story. <laughs> Women faces pressure. Be- oh, this comes. Oh, from- that's interesting. Huh? This comes to us from China. Women, huh? Women. Storm. <laughs> I brought this on because this is uh, your neighborhood, China. Your neighborhood. Woman faces family pressure because of poor boyfriend. This is to us from China Smack. Right. <laughs> a woman from Shanghai is this said. A real story. Yes. <laughs> pressure because of poor boyfriend. Yeah. This is Chinese culture. <laughs> okay. A woman from Shanghai said that she and her Jiangxi boyfriend. Returned to his village for a festival. Now, Jiangxi is a smaller province outside of Shanghai, right? So she and her boyfriend from Jiangxi returned to his village for a festival, but immediately after seeing the food, she wanted to break up with him. The food? Yeah, she expressed that her parents were against her being with an outsider, especially one as poor as this guy, because his food was so bad and so poor. Oh, the food his family prepared. The food his family prepared was so garbage. That she wanted nothing to do with him. Storm, what say you? Hey, let me tell you something, right? If she couldn't find a nicer guy, why wouldn't she? <laughs> because she couldn't find a nicer guy, bitch. Stay with what you can get. Hey! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You say maybe she was ugly or something. Yeah, I don't know. Or like, just, you know what? Like, just be real to yourself. Maybe like, that's the... Maybe that's why it's giving her a bad spread. Yeah. Because she's fat. That's like, that's, <laughs> you know, that's, like, that's like the top guy you can get. Like, 
Not, you know, why, why are women... Or maybe his parents don't like her, so they're not rolling out a big spread. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're not like going to give her a great her food for it. this. Not, not because you're from Shanghai doesn't mean like you're entitled to having like a rich boyfriend or a rich guy. I mean, every girl wants a rich guy, but how many of you can really get a rich guy? Exactly. Right? We all, yeah, everyone in every like guy wants a hot chick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But be realistic. Exactly. You know? Sometimes you got to get the chick from the softball team. Yeah. <laughs> when I brought Randy home to my parents, you should, they put on a spread yes. of Allentown's finest foods. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> and if they didn't do that, she would have left me. So I, can, I, I, I support her. Well, I see, what Storm's saying, though, is, yeah, there's a sense of entitlement in Shanghai that we're right, the best city right. in the country. So no matter, we're born here, we're born the best, we should get the best. So no matter who you are in Shanghai, you're the best. Yeah, I'm, totally, like, I'm, to- I'm totally not with that, like, logic or uh, point poke. of view. I'm like, dude, now I'm not saying everyone's equal, equal or whatever, that bullshit, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you are five in Shanghai, I mean, the best you can do is finding a six somewhere else, right? Like, yeah. finding someone close to it's you. It's worth one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get yeah, one point yeah, yeah. yeah. You get yeah. one point up. Are the you're women realistic. better looking, though, you, you're saying in Shanghai? Or they're, no. But like, <laughs> so women... In general, in cosmopolitan cities, they they they, they look better because they know how to dress up. They know how to. Like, well, there's more competition. Yeah, maybe. yeah, makeup. Yeah. Or, so they work yeah, out yeah, more. Yeah, or yeah, they work out more. more walking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. like that's how they feel in New York. I mean, yeah. I don't want to spoil, but we were. Just, I was in Portland recently, and let me tell you, America, New York, L.A., Miami. That's it. That's where the good-looking people yeah, yeah, are. Yeah. Sacktown. Sacktown is the big four. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the models all come yeah, women, out. Women OKC, my God. Oklahoma City? Oklahoma. Yeah. That's why Durant left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So final story of the week. Right. This is a big one. So this is a very big story in China right now. It is not a story at all in America. It's not trending. Mm-hmm. It's not trending in America, but in China it is. Um, um, Storm told me about it. My wife, Yeah, told me about it. A Chinese student at, Amer- at um, University of Maryland, she was valedictorian of the University of Mar- Maryland this year. She got to give the speech. The yeah, valedictorians in college? That's a thing? That was a yeah. high school thing. Yeah. Oh, oh I, must, I think I slept through that part of my graduation. It's the person who got the best <laughs> grades. I wasn't at Tyler Sparks. In my I story. was at your graduation. You were pissed drunk. Yeah. Did we have a valedictorian? Go on. I don't remember. <laughs> it was Donovan McNabb. A Chinese student at the University of Maryland has hurt the feelings of the Chinese people <laughs> in China with a controversial commencement speech um, over the weekend, wow. which focused on fresh air and freedom. Now that sounds like a like a name of like a Fox News bit or something. Like, fresh air and freedom. Yeah, fresh that's, air and that's, freedom. That's, that sounds a lot like a Fox News. <laughs> so let me read you a couple of her uh, quotes that upset that hurt the feelings of uh, Chinese people. And how do the Chinese people see this speech? I have no it's idea. Viral. It gets viral. It gets viral on Chinese internet. Oh. Yeah, it's not like who's watching college. <laughs> the Merrill, is there a station? Valedictorian. But, like there's so much specialization. They, take, they, they just edit out like the. They edit out, make it to a two three minutes like video clip or like. Was it on the news? Yeah, it was on everywhere. Even the, <laughs> it's on the news in China. Even the fucking the slow news day. The <laughs> China foreign. Ministry responded. See, wait, this what? is what happens. Let me say, this is what happens when you don't have Trump. Right. Is you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no news. Sure. So you're reporting <laughs> Trump, otherwise be, you're reporting on this stupid college. But it's also very Trump-like. This is why, like... Commencement like, speech. We have Trump, and so that there's no other news possible. Yeah, 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 but he dominates the news every single but day. But also, to go to that, it's like why you're saying a Trump's not as big a deal in some countries. Like, your foreign minister is commenting on the story of a college. That's something Trump college, would do. Yeah, yeah you're right. About yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say that, let's, let me read this first, but let me, I would say that Chinese government is very Trump-like. 
Very, like, block out all foreign press is bad. Uh, anything that a foreigner says is wrong. <laughs> for my career, for the sake of my career, I wouldn't comment on my government. Perfect. Okay. Well, no, you can say that Trump's good. As Rashid Wallace said, both teams play hard. Both teams played hard. Okay, so now, uh, let me read these quotes. First of all, she says, people always ask me, why did you come to the University of Maryland? It's like your voice. I always answer, fresh air. Boom. I mean, she was Storm just trying to be fired. funny. She was trying to be funny, but that proves women can't be funny. You know? like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, is that universal? And yeah, they don't I think, think women are funny either. Like, if she gives a regular speech, just saying what a bullshit she like everybody else saying, just saying, ah, oh, I get a good grace thanks to my parents, thanks to University of Maryland. That's it. Thanks. Good night. Yeah, that's it. There will be no hassle after that. Go at Kings. All. Like, yeah, go yeah. yeah. Go <laughs> she was the problem was she was having like a like she was having intention. Like you're right. She, She's like trying to hit a punchline. Yeah, line. yeah. She was trying to do like a humorous speech. And then so people now, got what I found interesting though is just that one line. Alone People got really upset because they're like, what? Our air is fresh. But like, no, it's not. Because, uh, uh, no, so. I'm not, like, <laughs> but I'm they can say that. But I'm you not, don't say that when you're. Yeah, but I'm not only trying to bash her, but also the Chinese internet, like the netizens or the, like the mobs are internet. Yes. Like, the netizens. Why, same, same here. Why is it so easy to get offended? Like, yeah. fuck off, right? Like, really everywhere, easily everywhere. offended. Yeah, everywhere. Like, fresh air, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then she says, five years ago, I stepped off the plane from China and I left the terminal at Dulles Airport. It's in D.C. I was ready to put on one of my five face masks, but when I took my first breath of American air, I put my mask away. See, that she was just trying to be funny. That was totally hypothetical. Yeah, because yeah, that's obviously yeah. not true. Yeah, hypothetical. But people got all so hung up on the five masks thing. Do you bring five masks? That people are like, no, that's not true. You, you only one? wear four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wears five. They don't even sell you five at a pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, they've one for like a night mask. Yeah. This is like you're going out mask. This is... and no, then... I'm like, don't you get That's like, what's it called? Hyperbole, right? Yeah, like, hyperbole. Don't you get it? She's a comic. Yeah, she was Put just her on the like, Kung Fu she's, comedy she was just an she's open just mic. not very good. She was just a fucking jaded open mic girl or whatever. Jaded open mic girl. So finally she says, no more fog on my glasses, no more difficulty breathing. See, she went too far with it. Oh, wait, here's the no, here's I'm okay the with the joke, but you know. So she says, no more fog on my glasses, no more difficulty breathing, no more suppression. <laughs> Oh, I see why people... But, yeah. That's a little over the line. No, no, her command of war is poor, but like... She's a valedictorian, though. Why couldn't she say whatever she wants to say? It's U.S. Also, the fucking Trump, the president of U.S. is the symbol. Of course. Symbol of saying whatever he's, you want to say. So yeah, he's she a symbol looked of freedom, up to right? that. You there, put right? it that way, he's a symbol of freedom. <laughs> he is a symbol of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> the inauguration <laughs> speech is a total a crock of shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Would he, if he Sounds gave like a, a rap song. Yeah. If Trump gave a valedictorian speech, I mean... Would it be better than that? I don't know. It's pretty good. It's not a terrible speech. Just you want to look far with her. Trump is yes. like, I'm rich. I'm <laughs> really, really rich. Hillary sucks. <laughs> I'm out. Because the two things I would say is, is that one, Trump's working on the air. Maybe won't be so great for her kids. But anyway, two, well, you know, Val Victoria's speeches are terrible. This is what I learned. Valuable lessons. Yeah. I'm going to read a poem. That's our. We went to Cabo junior year. Yeah. Shout out to oh, my girls. So, yeah. I, I, there's never been one good one in the history. Val Victorians are smart people. They're not good at giving speeches. There's never right. been a good one ever. 
Right. Yeah. Cut her some slack. She's trying to joke out. She took she's a couple straight. swings. Maybe yeah, she yeah, missed. Yeah, Who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah. That's my take. That's my she's, she's, su- suggestion to ladies, right? Just go to strip clubs. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you went there. I don't know. No. Male strip clubs having fun. Like, oh, as your graduation. You mean, you're not saying she should be a stripper. She's no, 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 no. I mean, if you want to celebrate your like, celeb- like, uh, cere- uh, graduation, just go to male strip clubs. Don't do okay. like a fucking stupid Well, stuff. what I don't like <laughs> is the next day she apologized. That's yeah, a, don't yeah, apologize. She, she should stick to that. Stick to it, yeah, right? Just, have fun, be young, drink Pepsi. That's also, all. Also, if you graduate college in America, you don't have to go to strip club. You go to a party. She probably hooked up that night. Doesn't remember you making the speech. I mean, Hopefully, you know, quite a good time. Thank you, from Maryland. Storm shoot. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Turner and Kaplan. Thanks for being on the pod. Yeah, no, welcome. The legend Thanks. in flesh. It's good to finally meet you. We finally got you on. You're probably the most talked about guest that we did not have on yet. Oh, okay. Thanks. So many stories. Thanks. Uh, take you to Yampu sometime. And I huh? want to give you a closing comment. Right. Anything is possible with willing heart. <laughs> with a willing yeah. heart. Storm yeah. shoe, that's all. Get lost. Get lost. Get lost. In your trunk, turn the bass up. Not stories by ASAP. Place your loot up, parties I'll shoot up. Now it's an analyze. Alright, we almost forgot. We're in the Lower East Side. We almost weaseled out of us. I know. So we came down here. Storm Shoe is with us. Yo, what's up, everybody? Well, I'm going to get my hair cut. I'm gonna get my head shaved. Yeah. Two thousand downloads. Two thousand downloads, a thousand a week for the month of May. Thank you very much. Keep it up, everybody. Yeah. I'm going to get my head Let's shaved. Start those razors. Fire right. up. Let's, this is Kaplan's this barber. Is my, it's it's uh dude Neighborhood Barbers on 9th Street between A and First. Called big, what's it called? It's called Neighborhood Barbers. Neighborhood Barbers. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said it's my neighborhood. It was my old neighborhood. Yeah, a very friendly Russian and dude. Greg. Let's go Greg get it done. Man. Greg the barber? Greg the barber. Let's go inside. So Turner now is going for the American History X look. So uh, <laughs> neo-Nazi look. <laughs> and we got Greg the barber, best barber in New York City. No, Nazi short. <laughs> from Uzbekistan. Been coming here since 2005. You're copying out. Four, 2003. Long time. This barber is a funny guy, man. Yeah, he's going to start with the number four. See what it looks like. Start with the number four. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, uh... It's like four inches or four... No, it's uh, the name of the razor. It's oh, like a, okay, okay. So. <laughs> I used to get my head shaved. When I was first coming here, I used to get my head shaved. I used to go, like, I thought number one. You were skin, You were a skin, yeah. You were a skinhead before? No, I thought that it looked good. I think because Minnie Kaplan, shout out. Used I, used to have to, his head I used shaved. to shave my hair, like, every month. Yeah. All right, looks good. Is that shaved enough? I think so. Is that tight enough? It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I see like a one. Like shorter. Number one. Go. <laughs> I used to shave my head until I realized, like, when you get older, you want to have longer hair. Yeah. No, it's good. Girls it looks, like longer hair. This looks amicable. Is what is Yeah, yeah. What is Yeah, yeah gonna say about all this? All right, nice. Not terrifying, so. Right. Just keep it like this? His wife spent a long time trying to get her, get into the country, to find her <laughs> husband. 
<laughs> time to consummate the marriage and all that. <laughs> and he's, she's here, and he's, she left him alone too long. He's become a skinhead. <laughs> I can lose, I can lose my hair. Right? Are you going to get tattoos? For a certain uh, amount of time? 500,000 oh, downloads, okay. yeah. 500,000. So. Yeah, I really laid the gauntlet down right. in mean, one week. And you better it's get a seven-day period. You better, you better get a Kobe Brown on the pod. And I'm going to make sure if we get 500,000 that it's not like some robot in Russia giving 30,000. I go for Trellocks next time, maybe. Should I do that? Yeah, 10,000. Yeah, for Trellocks. Trellocks. We're going to have to decide what I'm going to do. It can't be the same thing. Never going back. Look, this could be it. Uh, we're gonna have to. Don't tell yeah, yeah. We'll just want to see her reaction. Uh, she's gonna listen to the pod though. Did she know the dare? Did she know the bet? Yeah, she was listening to the pod. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. she must know. She must know you're getting shaved. Let's get a. The rat tail. Yeah, just leave it. Like a Chinese kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to sponsor the pod? Bar barbershop? Give a shout out. Neighborhood Barbers. On 9th Street between Avenue A and 1st Avenue. Alright. I use the promo code. Lost <laughs> 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 in America, get a first shave, 20% off. They're going to throw us out if you say that. You started talking about promo codes here. <laughs> Should do that, right? Like, uh, promo codes on the website or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if they have a website. Um, yeah. Is it finished? <laughs> no, he's not finished. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, take that off. I think we're going to change the number one right now. No. Number one. Number going one. Going for the skin. Yeah, we want skin and blood. I don't know what he's doing over there. He's got a hot towel. You realize, realize, like, thugs have a giggle. What's going on here? You ready? Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Should we, oh. Should we get, like, a... Yeah, should we take a picture of the hair? Take a photo. Yeah, of course. Of the hair, so. <laughs> to breathe. You want to be in it? In your trunk, turn the bass up. Not stories by ASAP. Place your loot up, parties I'll shoot up. Now to analyze, drop a jewel. Inhale from the L, school of full well. You feel it like well, ain't hard to tell. I kick the skill like Shaquille holds a pill. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill. Plus, Matic, I freak a beat, slam it like Iron Sheik. Jam like a tech with correct techniques. So analyze me, surprise me, but can't magnetize me. Scanning while you're planning ways to sabotage me. I leave a froze like heroin in your nose. Nas can rock well, it ain't hard to tell. Beat 
if the rap don't click I spit rhymes like I'm sick, dying, lost in a pit The only way I can't escape is by vocals Verbalizing stripes, stabbing ears like a knife or like the prophet of the gutter Lyrics of silk, mega butter I flow, never stutter Clever, poetic brothers on a mission Dissing all who perps the fraud Scrams, listen to what the experts record Burn your pitted pads, mics you need not Will I be packing like a roster in a weed spot? Hitting your hearts like a hollow tip, verbally ill and minds manipulated. My rap cynical plated, I illustrated, X-rated. Then move out, now's the parlayer. Takes you on a new route. It's suicide poetry released from a cell with immense clientele. I excel. It ain't hard to tell. It ain't hard, it ain't hard to tell. Express like Shakespeare, the blocks can't fear. Drop metaphors when the breaks clear. My mic check is life or death, breathing a sniper's breath. I exhale the yellow smoke of Buddha through rights and steps. Deep like the shining, sparkle like a diamond. Sneak a Uzi on the island in my army jacket. Lyman hit the earth like a comet. Evasion, nonsense like the Afrocentric agent. Half man, half amazing. And in my physical, I'll express through song. Delete stress like Motrin, extend strong. Drink my wet with Medusa, give us shotguns in hell. From the split that I lift and in hell, it ain't hard to tell. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.